He's breaking it down so you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. Uh, letting everyone know to check out Council of Dads. It's NBC's new drama, and it is following. The debut is going to follow uh, This Is Us in the season finale, so it'll give you some indication of what NBC thinks of it, and also it's going to replace Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's going to be a big deal. One of the one of the big reasons I'm going to watch it is Michael O'Neill, and he is a terrific actor. And just a quick note here, a, a big friend of mine, a friend, good friend of mine, is a big West Wing fan, and they said Michael O'Neill is one of the most, or the most underrated actor in the country, and I said it's hard to say he's underrated when he's been getting big-time work for 40 years. Dallas Buyers Club, uh, The Unit, uh, Bates Motel, Grey's Anatomy, Boston Public. He's got a resume a mile long for good reason. He's terrific. Check him out in a show called Rectify. He plays a senator. He's absolutely terrific in it. Michael O'Neill, how are you? You know, I'm really good, Frank. I'm better for being with you. That's quite an introduction. <laughs> well, it, listen, it's well-deserved. You're terrific at what you do, and you've got to be excited about Council for Dad, uh, for, uh, of Dads because NBC is, is obviously very much behind the show. You know, we are excited about it, Frank, and they have been. They've been, uh, they've been very generous and, and very, very supportive of us. It's, it's interesting because it's happening at a time when families need a tremendous amount of support and and thematically you know that's what our show is about is what happens to a close-knit wonderful eclectic functional dear family when a disease drops in on the father and uh he decides that if if this disease should take him that he wants three men there to make sure that his children are going to be okay to be their mentors and uh, that's quite a that's quite a platform to step off of if you if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, it, you know, and the the other thing, the question I have is 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 it just happenstance uh, of what's going on now? I imagine this was in the in the works for a while, well before uh, COVID nineteen and everything else. But boy, what an a, an appropriate time for a show like this! And I think a lot of people could relate. And I I, I think it's gonna it's gonna hit home with people. And and look, let's face it, we we need good entertainment. Uh, it just happenstance that uh, that the the theme is is what it is, and and that we're going through what we're we're going through. Am I correct? You're absolutely correct. You know, we started this over a year ago, and, and no one could have seen this coming with a telescope at that time. Uh, but you're right, it's timely, and it's appropriate um, to have a family show that celebrates the many, many ways that people in our lives support us, support our families, and never more uh, more important than right now. Um, it, you know, families are different now. They look different now. They're not just... They're not just blood relatives. Uh, it's who you love and who loves you. And, and uh, I think in that regard, we've, we've touched a nerve um, in terms of what the country looks like. But this, this overlay of a circumstance where people are going to be huddled together uh, it, with an unknown um, and, and trying to help one another, I think we do reflect that a lot, Frank. I really do. And, you know, I wish that this weren't the case. Honestly, you know, I think we could we could stand alone, but but um, we certainly have to be mindful of it now. 
just uh, terrific and uh, you know i think it's listen it's it's important the message is important you've you've been involved in so many different roles and when you get them uh, you know i imagine you have an opinion like uh, you know is this going to go is this not going to go this has to feel like it's it, it's going to hit home for every possible reason uh, am i right in in feeling that the an, an actor actress when they get the script and they get they kind of speculate uh, you know how is this going to do how is the public going to see this is, is this something uh, a year ago that you looked at and uh, and said hey you know this is uh, th- this could be a big big deal uh, is it something that that you think about or is it just you know is it just work do you just kind of go through it i would imagine it'd be very tempting to speculate well it is you, you really can't help it you know there's a child in all of us that goes christmas is coming and uh it's <laughs> it's, but 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 I'd never honestly, Frank. I'd never seen anything like it, and I and I've I've said to my producers, you know, and it's always a dangerous thing to let them know how you feel about uh, this strongly about something. I've been waiting on this role for twenty five years. It's it's closer um, to what I've wanted to do as an actor, um, and closer to I think in terms of the character to me to my experience. You know, he's broken in, in some of the same ways that I'm broken, and he's also uh, trying to do the next right thing and and be considerate in the world, and I respect that greatly. Um, but, yeah, there, there, there was a sense that we had our hands on something special, and if we took care of it, that it might have a life beyond what our limited imaginations could bring. And I feel like we've touched something in, in, in the American culture with this that there's a hunger for. You know, families, there's been plenty out there to to divide us or break us off in families. This, if you can watch this pilot and not call the people that you care for and tell them that you love them, you need to check your heart rate. Yeah. Well, listen, just reading about it, I'm I'm enthused about it. It is absolutely terrific and and timely uh, just by happenstance. Michael O'Neill, if you're just joining us, is our very special guest actor extraordinaire and Council of Dads is the name of the uh, of the show. The pilot is airing following the season finale of This Is Us. What a spot. And uh, again, uh, this is why and you have to believe NBC is totally behind this. If if you read the synopsis, you would uh, you would get why too and uh, the the cast is terrific uh, not the least is uh, Michael O'Neill and by the way it's going to take the place of Brooklyn Nine-Nine and uh, give you another indication of how much they think about it I know you're on the run Michael so let me just ask you is there a a social media platform or a website that you can point people to to uh, follow with with what you're doing or do you not get involved with all of that no, I think that's important. Um, I do think it's important, and I appreciate you asking, Frank. Uh, you know, I'm at this Michael O'Neill, um, old Irish spelling, um, this Michael O'Neill on Instagram, uh, this Michael O'Neill on the Facebook platform, and it's this Mick O'Neill on uh, Twitter because you have a limited number of letters there. So uh, any any and all of those uh, are, are accessible and you can certainly follow anything I'm doing and anything that we're doing with the show um, on those platforms, and I appreciate you mentioning that. Yeah, well, listen, Michael, I appreciate your time. Congratulations on on uh, almost 40 years or about 40 years of great uh, work, <laughs> constant yeah. work, and and you just you, you've done it so well, and you've you've done it with so much class. 
and and congratulations on Council of Dads. It's going to be a big, big deal, and uh, and you're a, a huge reason why. Um, thank you very much for being here, and and good luck with everything to come afterwards. Thanks so much, Frank. It's great being with you. Michael O'Neill, everyone, has been our very special guest, a, a, a really, really talented actor. And uh, again, I mentioned Dallas uh, Buyers Club and West Wing, Boston uh, Public, JAG, Bates Motel, Grey's Anatomy. I mean, absolutely terrific actor. I, I think he started out his career on a Quincy and uh, and went from there. But he, he's in this... He's in the show called Rectify, and he plays a senator. And I know a lot of senators. I know a lot of senators personally. I, he he plays it well, and he doesn't overplay it. And I, and I'll tell you, it's it's nice to watch good acting. And you know, me, I'm not an actor, but I I get it, and I I enjoy people who do what they do very well. And and this man does. I I was really excited when uh, when the publicist reached out to me about him. And I knew something about the show uh, because uh, my son watches Brooklyn Nine-Nine and uh, he had indicated that uh, that this was going to follow at this Council of Dads. So I had it in my mind of, uh, you know, at least name recognition it was was there for me. And, you know, when I started looking to it, when I heard Michael O'Neill was involved in it, uh, he's he's one of those guys that, uh, that I've actually tried to get before and he's he he's hard to reach or I couldn't get him and then you know publicist reached out to me and I'm thrilled to have him I mean he is uh, he is somebody who's absolutely absolutely terrific a sea of love with Al Pacino he was in that in 89 and he was just it was great and great in that and you know, a lot of TV you know, you know bunch of a uh, bunch of uh, uh, movies the legend of Bagger Vance he was in that and traffic Seabiscuit he was in and uh, you know, across the universe, a uh, you know, really uh, Jay Edgar. He was in that, and he's he's really done L.A. Law. You've seen him in that, uh, but again, West Wing I think is probably the most notable, the the most notable for so many people. And he played a Secret Service agent there, Ron Butterfield, and uh, you know, again, Michael O'Neill has been our very special guest. Uh, NYPD Blue. He was on that. Uh, a lot of times you'll, you'll see him as as a cop or a doctor. You know, you could hear he's very sophisticated. And he's uh, he's very, very good at what he does. And like I said, check out his IMDb and you'll see how long and and how heavily he's been working. And, and you know, as I said, a good friend of mine calls him the most underrated actor in the country. It's hard to say he's underrated when he gets that kind of work. Council of Dads is the name of the show. NBC is behind it big time. And we'll be talking to other folks from that show uh, coming up. And it is following. Uh, it, it, you know, the pilot is going to file This Is Us, which is a big time show. So there's going to be a built-in audience there. And it's going to fill in the spot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So they uh, absolutely believe in it. Frank McKay signing off. Michael O'Neill, actor. Uh, wonderful actor has been our very special guest we'll see you next time on Breaking It Down this is Breaking It Down with your host Frank McKay on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down Frank McKay here so much more importantly a wonderful filmmaker uh, a, a very very bright guy and uh, and he will go into details 
that other folks don't. And he just has a great perspective on everything he does. His latest is Shaq, and it debuts tomorrow. And uh, it's it's going to be a must-watch. And, uh, you know, of course, Sha- uh, Shaquille O'Neal is one of the most fascinating, transcending figures that uh, has hit sports, never mind just the NBA. Uh, different, you know, uh, just, uh, just a different character, and uh, there is nobody better to uh, to approach this no one better to uh, go at this film than Robert Alexander and um, we welcome him Robert how are you I'm really good how are you doing uh, terrific I, I've got to imagine that this was fascinating every step of the way yeah absolutely I mean to your point Shaq is a humongous figure he transcends sports he is a cultural icon, and he's incredibly unique. And someone of that scale, both physically and just culturally, you have to find the right way to tell the story that's going to be worthy of the story, but also engaging to him. And so that was really important for me. And I also just obviously we're in an age where every iconic athlete personality wants to have their story told. So, you know, we really wanted to work hard to make sure we presented it in a unique way. And so I felt like we did that with the series. Uh, Robert, anything shocking to you? Um, something that you just can't believe that uh, that you came across in presenting this series? You know what I think? I think that Shaq, Pat Riley, Phil Jackson, a lot of the Penny Hardaway, Dwayne Wade, a lot of the great talent that sat down for this series. There's a lot of love, you know, between them, but there's also this really strong ego that I think is critical to perform, you know, as an athlete and a leader at that level. And just to watch it kind of pour out of these people in this really organic way that they they can't hide, right? There's this clear love, there's still connection, but there's this incredibly strong competition that exists between all of these characters. And it's really powerful just to watch it take place on camera. What can you tell us about his youth? And I mean, you know, prior to prior to high school, uh, what what about his his background and growing up uh, that, uh, you know, other than his sheer size and and Mm -hmm. his athletic ability, uh, anything there that you could point to that would have tipped us off that this is going to be a special uh, human being that we're going to be watching over his lifetime? I think he he dealt with adversity incredibly well you know he comes from a military family that's incredibly disciplined incredibly focused on manners and respect and moving through life the right way it came with a lot of physical and emotional pressure in a lot of different ways and i think he approached it with a grain of salt i think he always found a way to kind of break through and to still be charismatic and a performer and have presence while he was traveling all over the world, you know, up until he was, I think, a 10th, 10th grade, he had lived in four or five different places. And, you know, in the the United States, Germany, um, going from Newark to Germany to Texas to, you know, kind of jumped all over the place. And I think he just handled it with just such this, this presence of mind. You know, his mother would always talk about how great of a leader he was to his younger siblings, because I felt like he always had this ability to know what's coming in a really unique way 
maybe you just answered this, but I'll ask it anyway. Uh, when did a young Shaq find his confidence? Was it early? Was it high school? Was it, uh, you know, immediate? Um, when did he find his confidence? I think the, the few people who I feel like are worthy of this type of series, of this type of presentation of their life, I always describe them as aliens. You know, I've been really lucky to work with some really, you know, amazing people in my career. And some people are just born with something incredibly unique and having presence and have this really advanced understanding of the earth around them and how to interact and connect with people. And you could see that every time I'm with Shaq, he has this ability to look at the room, know who's in there, know what he needs to say, how to move to make it incredibly exciting for literally every inch of, of a human that, that shares the space with him. And I think he's just born with that. I think there's something special inside of him that knows how to make every room a special room. You know, Robert, uh, you mentioned moving around early on, uh, being a part of a military family, and uh, and the and the four big moves uh, in a relatively short period of time. Uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm a guy who moved around a lot as a kid. I, it made me, uh, you know, more. Uh, it made it more important for me to be outgoing and to reach yeah. out and to uh, to to meet people. Did you find that to be the case with Shaq? Absolutely. You know, every time he told me a story of moving to a new city on the first day of school, he needed to make everybody laugh or beat somebody up <laughs> just so he could make it clear kind of who he was and how he's going to dominate one way or another. So I definitely think that was a tactic he used growing up. If if he would have predicted and again, I don't know a lot about his early his early youth, uh, but if he would have predicted or made a prediction at a very young age, would it have been basketball or would it have been, uh, you know, some athletic? I mean, uh, assuming he was a, a large kid from from day one, right? Um, uh, would it have been basketball automatically or what, was there some question? You know what I think is really interesting about Shaq is I think he loved basketball, but I think he equally loved being a rapper. You know, he was also a break dancer when he was a young kid. Um, he loved to be, uh, he loved to DJ. He taught a lot about being an actor. He always wanted to be a performer. I think Shaq loves basketball, but I think he equally loves, and we see it, you know, he equally loves being a performer just as much as he loves being this dominant basketball star. And I think that's what's unique about him is basketball kind of happened. You know, he happened to be this size and the scale and have this athletic ability and People said he would never be good at basketball, and so he was dedicated to push himself and make himself great at it. But what I think is really special about Shaq is I think he would have been just as happy being a rap star as he was a basketball player. Uh, Robert, I wish I had more time with you. Um, what a great subject you picked, and uh, and he couldn't have gotten anyone uh, uh, better or, or hoped for anyone better to document his life and his career and everything else. Congratulations on on everything and certainly uh, on Shaq and we'll be watching tomorrow. Uh, can you give us anything else that we should know before we let you go? And uh, please give us a, a website or a social media site where we could follow along with what you do. Oh, okay. Well, I think the biggest thing that you should know is this is a fun series. It's unexpected. It's incredibly, I'm incredibly, I'm incredibly proud because I don't think there's anything else like it, the way we approach the storytelling and it's a fun one. So just, you just have to enjoy yourself. That's the most important thing there is just don't go in with any certain expectations or uh, a formula. Like it's got to feel like every other sports film you've seen, cause it won't. And um, 
I'm excited for people to see it. And on Instagram, I'm instead it's not Robert Alexander, it's Rob Art. So instead of E R T, it's A R T. So Rob Art Alexander is my uh, Instagram handle. Uh, and I own a, a film company called Hardware Studios. And so there's we have a we're out there on the website, and obviously this is one of our films, and we're we're cranking out some more. So it's a lot, 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 lot coming. Robert, we're very excited. Congrats again. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Have a good one. Robert Alexander, everyone. And Shaq, he, he picked a great subject. I, I've met Shaq a couple of times, and, um, I, you know, again, it's uh, small sample sizes, but I, I sat next to him at a Super Bowl, one of the Super Bowls, and he was with James Harding. And and I've mentioned this before. Um, it was a young James Harding. Um uh, he was on Oklahoma at the time, and I'm trying to think of what Super Bowl. It was in in um, New Orleans, and it was uh, Flacco versus Kaepernick, and um, right. So the uh, and I don't know what number that was, but maybe that was about 2012. But uh, I, he was a great guy. He, he was just, you know. And again, we weren't, we didn't arrive there with him. We we had multiple seats. Actually, we ended up having two seats for that. Super Bowl <laughs> that one never used. I wanted to kill the guy, but uh, you know we just we got tons and tons of tickets uh, for that. I had a show on uh, on CBS, which was a um, a radio show, and I think CBS was the uh, was the host channel there, um, a whole host network, and and I had an NBC nonstop. Uh, show and we got some from there and then we got some from a sponsor and then somebody else had extra tickets. You know, we kept people were throwing tickets at at us that particular time and um, and we ended up sitting like right behind where Beyonce was uh, uh, was going to be performing and uh, very very close to that and and just so happens that right next to us was uh, was Shaq and Harden and uh, they were great seats. Uh, they, they were right in front of the handicap. Uh, a wheelchair accessible, I should say, um, area, and there was just like this little extra room, and you know we were just kind of all buying each other drinks or the whole couple rows, and you know, everybody kind of uh, took uh, took turns, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know, he just uh, he was a, a great great guy, and then I met him at a party, um, and uh, he said uh, he said we met before, right? And I reminded him, uh, so I don't know if he's close to Harden. If I had more time with Robert Alexander, I would have asked him who who his friends are, um, you know. It, but he was happened to be there with James Harding, a young James Harding from Oklahoma City uh, Thunder, and um, uh, yeah, again, small sample size, but just a great guy there. And um, uh, Frank McKay here, Shaq. Is upon us. Uh, the series, documentary series, is uh, is upon us as well, and you'll be able to uh, binge watch that. And uh, HBO Sports documentary, Robert Alexander, a terrific filmmaker, a very talented guy, uh, has been our very special guest, Frank McKay. Signing off. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down. It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Long Island Vibes. On 107.1 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. Now here's your host, Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Vicki Schnepps giving us Dan's papers out and about in the Hamptons report.
for today and uh, and this week and everything coming up. And she is uh, she is wonderful as always. And you could binge listen if you you want to go back and binge listen to some of the things that you missed. Uh, you can do it, but more importantly, look towards the future. Right now, Vicky Schnepps, the queen of all media, she has eighty eight different news outlets, one for every key on the piano. Vicky Schnepps, how are you? I'm terrific. I'm so happy to be talking to you in the audience. Dancepapers.com is there with you every day. But, you know, we come out on the streets once a week. And you know what, Frank? This is such the most beautiful time of the year. I was driving through the towns and everything, the trees, the stores, the churches, the synagogues, everything is lit up for the holidays. And, you know, you can't help but smile. I had my grandchildren out after Thanksgiving. We were all together, and then they came out to visit me in Queog. And they're busy with their heads in their phones. I said, no, phones down. Everybody eyes up, phones down. I said, you're missing this gorgeous world we're in. Yeah. <laughs> and. And it really is so. This is such a beautiful time to come out to the Hamptons. And, you know, many of the hotels are doing super specials, 50% off. You can get at the, stay at the best places at ridiculous prices. You can get reservations at the best restaurants. And this week, starting December 1st and running to December 6th, Every day is the Hamptons Dock Fest. And you may wonder, what is a Dock Fest? Well, it's the short for Documentary Festival. And they are going to be having, from Thursday, they're going to have opening night, where they're going to be giving out a environmental award and a show at the Sag Harbor Cinema. An opening night film called Still Working. This sounds like me, if I'm, but they didn't ask me to be in that film, Frank, but I'm made for that film, Still Working. I decided that I'm going to work till I die because when you're dead, you have plenty of time to rest. Yeah. Why rest when you're alive? Yeah, no, no sense in that. retiring. I, I can't see you doing it. I can never see myself doing it. I'm going to be like George Burns. I'm going to book something uh, on my 100th birthday and uh, and make it to it. You know, it's just. Amen. Uh, Amen. I mean, I just don't get it at all. But you know what it is? I think it's very simple. You and I have a passion for what we do. And I feel sad. People retire because they don't love what they were doing. But if you love what you're doing, why wouldn't you want to keep doing it? So this weekend, guys, come on out to the Hamptons Documentary Fest. And um, there's something doing day and night. So on Thursday at 2 o'clock at the Bay Street Theater, there's going to be a show. And then on Friday, the night, there's the opening night film at the Sag Harbor Cinema. Then on Friday, they're going to switch back to the Bay Street Theater in Sag Harbor. And at 2 o'clock, they're going to have a wonderful documentary called The Thief Collector. Now, let your imagination go. What could a thief collector be about? <laughs> but these are the most creative people in the world, these documentary filmmakers. And then at the Sag Harbor Cinema, right up the block in beautiful Sag Harbor, at 5 o'clock is Patrick and the Whale. And that is really a, an extraordinary journey underwater with the whales. Um, I once took my kids... Um, 
actually, I was at the Galapagos Islands, Frank. Wow. And uh, we went swimming. And when I came up, you know, it was beautiful. You see the beautiful fish underwater. And when we came up, the uh, guide said, you know, you were swimming with sharks. I said, you're kidding. I thought I swam with the sharks on land. Now I'm swimming in the water. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, there are beautiful worlds underwater. And um, they have this also National Geographic documentary film tribute. And they're calling it the territory. So that's all in Sag Harbor at the beautifully restored Sag Harbor Cinema. You know, Frank, they totally redid that place um, after it had been gutted by a fire. And it is just the most wonderful place to sit back and watch a great movie. Uh, they also have great food. They have, um, you know, this great chef from the Lobster Inn, um, who, Jesse, who is doing the food at the Sag Harbor Cinema. Mm. So, you know, you can watch and dine at the same time. And then on Saturday, Saturday is going to be the special 40th anniversary screening. And this is going to be at 1130 in the morning. So if you get up earlier, come to 1130, the Bay Street Theater. And it's, it's something I really would like to see. Say amen, somebody. So, you know, this is going to be a wonderful, unique um, show to see. And then at 7 o'clock at the Bay Street Theater, there'll be a cocktail reception. Everybody congratulating everybody on this wonderful documentary feast. And then they're going to be giving the Penny Backer Baker Award Program for one of Sam Pollard's films. So, you know, he is a legend in filmmaking, and he's going to get special recognition. And then that same night on Saturday... Well, actually, it starts in the morning also. This is what's nice about this festival. If you don't like to go out at night, you don't get stuck at 4.30. It's crazy. But at 11 o'clock in the morning, the outlet uh, epidemic, the quiet epidemic, and then at 1.30, they're going to have the 2022 Filmmaker Impact Award called The Last Flight Home. So that's something that is really interesting to see. And then at 4 o'clock... A thing called Desperate Souls, mm. Dark City, and the Legend of Midnight Cowboy. Do you remember that Midnight Cowboy, John Boyd? Sure, best uh, best oh, picture, my. Justin Hoffman. Yeah, that's right, and that was one of the really classic films that uh, was made. What a magnificent actor he is! And this is a documentary called Desperate Souls. It's four o'clock at the Sag Harbor Cinema. And then on Sunday, you could start 11 o'clock in the morning, and the film is called The Grab at the Bay Street Theater. And then just walk up the block, and at 2 o'clock, you can go for brunch, by the way, at the American Hotel. It's a wonderful, old, elegant place to dine. Great place. And it's right there on Main Street. There are restaurant after restaurants in Sag Harbor. It's a happening place. And they've obviously chosen it for the documentary festival. So at... Two o'clock, the smell of money. That sounds interesting, right, Frank? <laughs> the smell of money? Yeah. That should be a very interesting documentary. And at four o'clock, turn every page, the adventure of Robert Caro and Robert Gottlieb. Now, Robert Caro is the one who wrote that fabulous book about uh, Rob, Rod, Mo, <laughs> Moses who rebuilt the city of New York. Yeah. And uh, so it'll be interesting if he's there as well. And then at 7 o'clock, The Treasure of His Youth, the photographs of Paolo Di Paolo. 
So I think, you know, that's a beautiful way to spend a Sunday. But they're not done yet. On Monday at noon, there's a movie called Real Fur. Hmm. That should be interesting. I mean, I, I know people don't like furs. Uh, some people feel to save the animals. But I'm an old-fashioned girl who still loves to be in the winter surrounded by snuggly fur. Yeah. So we'll see what they did with that. And then at 3 o'clock is what they call their shorts program. So that's something, you know, um, that one, two, three, you see some great art created. In just a short moment, they create this wonderful experience for you. And at 5.30, ready for this one, Frank, this is really serious, the COVID century, mm. the pandemic preparedness dilemma. Now, this is as controversial today as when we had COVID, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, they really had somebody who put his arms around this to make a documentary about the experience we're all going through. You know, I feel we're all going through it again. Everyone's got to be careful. With I hear all my friends are getting COVID again, and I did. Yeah. But I had no symptoms. Did you have it again? No. I mean, I, have all my doc I had all my vaccinations. Yeah, I, I have all my vaccinations. I have my boosters, but I haven't gotten it uh, in, in over a year. So oh, uh, I've been good. fortunate. Well, you know, it's a strange thing, but it's going around when people just with a cold back. and they test themselves and one, two, three, they have COVID. So, you know, then you have to, you know, give yourself a your time away from the world. But uh, so it's still going on. So it would be interesting how this documentary artist created his uh, his piece of art through film. And then 7.30 on Monday is the 2022 Art and Inspiration Award. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Omar Sosa's 88 well-tuned drums. Oh, hmm. drums are a wonderful instrument. And then to finish out the documentary week at Tuesday, there's a young people's program at 10 o'clock at the Bay Street Theater. And then there's some movies at 3 o'clock at 5.30, and they close it out at 8 o'clock all at the Bay Street Theater. So we have an exciting week. The Hamptons are alive and well and kicking, Frank. Yeah, I, I love documentaries, too. Uh, a lot of those that you mentioned are, are on my list to, to go see. And thanks to you, we know about this. And Vicki Schnepps, um, thank you very much. We'll be back right uh, right after these messages uh, with more from Vicki Schnepps. And uh, I hope you had a great uh, Thanksgiving, uh, Vicky, and we'll talk uh, maybe a little bit about that as we as we come back. And I hope everyone out there had a great Thanksgiving. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, you'll listen to Dan's papers out and about in the Hamptons with the great Vicky Schnepps. We'll be back right after this. Thank you. Thank you. In many ways, Long Island is the story of America. It's breaking it down with Frank McKay. Long Island is definitely the place for you. Now, here's your host, Frank McKay, on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone back to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, Dan's Papers out and about in Hamptons. And uh, Vicki Schnepps is our host each and every week for this segment. And she is uh, she's wonderful, as, as always. Oh, thank you. And, and uh, like I said, uh, Vicki, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, here we are coming out of that, uh, that weekend. But, uh, you know, right around the corner is, is Christmas and, uh, and, and, and Hanukkah. Hanukkah. You can't forget Hanukkah. Right? And, it's and, a wonderful thing. We share the holiday around the same time this year. Yeah. So, you know, it's a it's great time great. to have double double celebrations for everybody. And I think, you know, Frank, I mentioned that the 
towns in the Hamptons, North Fork, South Fork, are alive with beauty. They've sparkled up the uh, trees, and I caught a picture. I called them an elf, you know, in West Hampton Beach. The uh, uh, parks department <laughs> were putting up lights on every single tree at the corners and red bows on the trees. They made they decorated the trees throughout the village. Yeah. So when you drive through, you have to smile. <laughs> I mean, it's a happy place to yeah. be, and I think sometimes when life gets overwhelming, get in your car and drive through some of the towns. I know West Hampton Beach is all lit up and waiting for people to uh, come. And in fact, this Friday, uh, we are having the wonderful West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center do what they're calling a SIP and Stroll fundraiser, where the stores are going to be open late from 5 o'clock, and you can walk through the different stores. They'll be open, and they're going to have special opportunities to buy, and everything will have an opportunity to give back to the West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center. So, you know, get into town and drive through from beginning to end. Main Street is so sparkling. And, you know, there are a few restaurants that have closed, but there are enough restaurants to feed everybody. So you can come <laughs> and, and shop and dine and then know every purchase benefits the West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center. But I've got to, you know, in the, our business, say, stop the presses, everybody. Stop the presses. Because on December 3rd at 10 a.m., my one and only Dan Retina, who founded Dan's Papers, and now writes for us every week. He's alive and well and kicking. And he is going to be coming out of a helicopter celebrating the leading of the, San the Christmas parade. He's Santa Claus. Wow. And he's been Santa Claus for generations. So he is personally going to be coming out of a helicopter. <laughs> They're going to land him right on Main Street in East Hampton. Okay. So you've wow. got to be there at 10 o'clock. The happening start. And they have this spectacular way to begin bringing Dan down onto the celebration of, of, of Santa Claus at 10 a.m. in East Hampton wow. on Main Street this <laughs> December 3rd, Saturday. So if you have to really take a ride out, that is just a sight to be seen. And Dan is so excited about dressing up once again. God bless him, you know, um, over 80 and kicking and, and doing and creating what a brilliant mind he has and i'm so blessed that he stayed on with us he sold the paper many years ago and we bought it just uh, two years ago but i said i have to have dan working writing for us and he is so if you want some brilliant writing and you know he i don't know if you remember this frank but you know he did a series of articles he did it almost for a year saying talking about the building and the operation of a subway under montauk highway and people really believed it. It was so detailed wow. that people kept asking, well, where can I get on the train? Oh, I would love to get on the train. Because if anyone knows the Hamptons, Hamptons and traffic in the summer are synonymous. <laughs> and, you know, the idea of having a subway, I mean, he just spooked everybody and fooled everybody with that. 
So, you know, the tree lightings have begun. So the East Hampton one is on December 3rd at 10 a.m. Don't want to miss him coming down on a helicopter by Blessed Dan Retina. Wow. And then there's a tree lighting. One of my favorite places is in Southampton, the Greek Orthodox Church up there on St. Andrew's Road. So about 5 o'clock, they are going to light up their tree. And, you know, Father Alex, who runs the church with his son-in-law, uh, Father Constantine, has the most open arms to everybody in the community. And we've done some events there, and I can only tell you that it is a spectacular place to be. You don't have to be Greek Orthodox to enjoy it. If you just want to smile and see the beautiful, beautifully decorated tree, go there on Saturday, December 3rd at 5 o'clock. And by the way, I had a little cocktail party, and I had these wonderful spinach and cheese spinacus, uh hors d'oeuvres, and they have a kitchen inside the Southampton uh, uh, Greek Orthodox Church that has the most spectacular food that they'll sell you. They don't have a cater. They actually make the food there in their kitchens, and they sell it as a fundraising effort to raise money for the churches and programs. So, I, you know, not only can you go there, but you can also shop at their wonderful gift. They have a whole gift, um, you know, celebration, and as well as the uh, food. I mean, I, I, I have guests who say, could you tell me where you bought those? I want them. <laughs> Greek Orthodox Church, Southampton. <laughs> and then if you want something very beautiful, you've got to go over to Barron's Cove. Barron's Cove is over in Sag Harbor, and, you know, they've created this elegant old world feeling and they are going to have also a tree lighting at 6 p.m. so you can really have a lot of trees to be looking at and not be bored and that's on Saturday too hmm. you can you can go you know people do bar hopping Frank no you could do tree hopping <laughs> <laughs> from Southampton East Hampton then you go to you know Southampton and Greek Authors, and then you go to Barron's Cove in Sag Harbor but it's um is, is a wonderful thing and then you know uh, not to be left out the um, Jewish Center of East Hamptons, the rabbi's wife, is making a challah, how to bake challah opportunity. So 11 o'clock on Friday, December 2nd, if you want to learn how to make challah, which is a special kind of bread used particularly on the Sabbath, on Friday night, that's the place to be. And I had my uh, wonderful Friday night um, Shabbos dinner last week at the synagogue after my fabulous family was together for the uh, Thanksgiving celebration. And it was so delicious. I, I asked her if I, if, I, if I could bring some home. <laughs> but you know what? There wasn't one left. Everybody ate it up. Not one piece of leftover. And then for the fun of it, my girls came over to my house and they, bought ginger, they made a gingerbread house. You know, you can buy those gingerbreads and, uh, yeah. you know, you put it together. Well, they have a gingerbread challenge going on in Southampton at the Rogers Library. And that's on December 3rd from 10 to 1230. And that's a wonderful place to be, to have a gingerbread challenge. And they have all kinds of opportunities to see spectacular. So many talented people do that uh, wonderful and then in West Hampton of course you know I'm a little prejudiced because I live there but yeah. there's a lot happening there and that's the beginning of the Hamptons guys but you know if you have a pet you ready for this one Frank yeah. they are going to have a pet photographer taking pictures for you with Santa and your pet 
And that's on December 4th mm-hmm. from 11 to 3.30. Bring your pet and bring yourself and take a picture with Santa. So that would be such a fun thing to do. And then, of course, we have the wonderful North Fork. And, you know, um, starting in North Fork is Riverhead. And do you remember Tony Danza? Yeah, oh, sure. Who started Taxi and Who's the Boss? Yep. Well, Tony Danza is coming to the Suffolk Theater on December 3rd. And there's still some tickets available. So if you want to laugh and and, and enjoy and uh, his beautiful singing and comedy, and he is a talented, talented man. And we're so blessed to have him coming to our Suffolk Theater right in the heart of Riverhead. And Riverhead's on fire. There's a lot going on there, and the uh, town is being reborn. And, you know, it's right on the river, and the riverfront is being really beautifully restored so that, you know, the restaurants and the beautiful aquarium. Oh, aquarium. I can't forget about the aquarium in Riverhead. Of course, guess what? They're having a tree lighting. (laughs) So you can get over to that aquarium. What a great place to take your children because, you know, um, uh, most of us have our kids, and what do we do with them? I don't want them sitting there with their uh, phones. I have a, a war going on when they see me. They know they've got to hide their phones because I have a rule. You know, if you're going to be uh, on the phone, you're not with me. If you're with me, <laughs> off the phone. I, you, people have to learn to have a conversation, right, Frank? Yes, no doubt about it. And they can't be on the phone. So I wish you all a wonderful week. It's going to be the kickoff of all the holiday shopping and the holiday celebrations. So thank you. And watch com to check for any details you might have missed while listening. But welcome to the Hamptons, North Fork and South Fork. Come on down. Yeah, I, you mentioned so many people there that that I have such admiration for Father Constantine and uh, and Father Alex, uh, tremendous. And and Tony Danza has been on my show, uh, this show, uh, several times, and uh, he is a more much more talented person than people think. They just think of him as taxi and who's the boss. But uh, live, he does a great job, great performance, yeah, great show, stories and everything else. So there's a lot of great stuff there. Um, can't wait to hear more about the menorah lightings, and I'm sure we'll be talking about that in the uh, in the future. When, when we hit that high holy days and all of that. Um, uh, Vicki, great job as always. Thank you, thank you. Keep reading Dan's Papers, guys, and go to danspapers.com for all the details and more things that we couldn't share tonight. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you what, everyone, tune in every Monday. You'll get the lowdown from the great Vicki Schnepps on Dan's Papers out and about in the Hamptons. Frank McKay signing off for the great Vicki Schnepps. And Dan's papers out and about in the Hamptons. Uh, We'll see you next time on. Have a great week. Have a great week. Thank you, Frank. He's breaking it down so you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays.